Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed by Fathom for Fathom to resource you to go deeper in your relationship with God. I'm Kyle Knight, the youth and digital minister here at Fathom Church. Thank you for listening in, everybody. Um, We have a full podcast studio this morning. Um, We have four amazing guests with us. And, and we are breaking records this morning because this is the most people we've had in this room for, for one and the youngest guests we've ever had on this podcast. We, there's an asterisk because we did have baby Lenny on this podcast, but she didn't say anything because she was a baby, but we have four amazing fathom youth teenagers here in the room with us that we're going to be talking about teenager things. Um, what it's like being a teenager today, um, what these last maybe few years have been like, just a lot of good stuff. And I'm really excited because these are some pretty cool people we have in our podcast lounge. Um, welcome to you guys. You can say something. <laughs> you can say welcome. Hi, good to Hi. be here. Yeah, there you go. Good morning. We'll introduce you guys, but welcome to our, our podcast lounge. Do you guys like this? We don't call it a studio. It's a lounge. It's pretty cool. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. Thank you. The yeah. mood lighting. You know. See, I just need the approval of TV. <laughs> it makes me feel good. We're the final say of what's cool. That's what That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care if adults think this isn't cool or whatever, just as long as you guys think it, it's cool. Hey, let's go around and introduce ourselves just so at least people can put a, a, a name to a voice on here. Uh, I will say this. Most of y'all who are listening to this probably know these people slash their families um because they've been here at fathom a little while and we'll get into that in just a second but let's let's start with our ladies tell us tell us your name and what grade you're in and what school you go to and your favorite ice cream flavor (laughs) was that was that your yeah favorite ice ice cream uh no okay fine favorite (laughs) brand of toothpaste <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Haley Bost, and I'm like, a no, senior what? at Columbine High School this year. And my favorite brand of toothpaste would probably be Crest. Good choice. Um, There's a lot to choose from, by the way. So yeah. Uh, I'm Audrey Bushman. Uh, I'm a sophomore. I'm half homeschooled, and I go to Two Roads Charter School part time. Uh, my favorite. Shout out to all the homeschoolers. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. My favorite toothpaste brands, like Crest, I guess. I don't know. You guess? I've Do you know what kind of brand of toothpaste you actually use? No. Okay. Well, now you're going to go home and look. Yeah. You are. Yeah. So we got two Crests. All right. Gentlemen. I'm, I'm a Jordan Bost, also a sophomore, but not homeschooled. I'm at Columbine as well. And I only know one toothpaste, so I'm going to say Crest. You only know it because they said Crest? No, because I, I know I, I use Crest. Oral but... B also. Let's hear Now I know too. Well, last but not least. Last but not least. I'm Joseph Bushman. Um, Joseph. I'm a senior in high school. I am also part homeschooled, and I go to the same charter school two days a week. So we've got – oh, go ahead. What's your um, – I'm pretty sure Colgate's a thing. There right? you go. Colgate. That's what we use. I, I yeah. can't remember. There you Colgate. go. There you Colgate. Go. Joe's different. Way to stand out. There you go. I was going to say, it's. I mean, there's a lot of other ones, but 
Crest and Colgate are really the two big ones, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, thanks for introducing <laughs> That brings in today's sponsor, Colgate. <laughs> we don't have sponsors on this podcast. Maybe someday. Probably not. That's a big... Probably not. Um, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for being the youngest people to ever be on this podcast, the Fathom Academy podcast. I am grateful y'all are here to talk about being teenagers. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, hey, let's, and, and again, so I'm going to ask some questions and they'll kind of be like, y'all can just jump in whenever you kind of feel like it. Um, and then we'll we'll get some fun questions at the end. But I'd love to know, how'd you guys, how'd you guys get to Fathom? And whatever that looks like for you, you can talk about your families, um, how they got you. How long have you been here at Fathom Church? I'm going to throw that out there and whoever wants to go for it, go for it. Uh, my family came here probably five or six years ago. So we were pretty young, like middle school, elementary school. So we kind of followed along. Um, I'm pretty sure my mom found the church through some family friends. Well, that's how we ended up here. Yeah, that was a while ago. Nice. And then Joe and I and our family basically just followed the boss. Um, see, growing up, they always followed us to whatever church we were going to. And then this time we followed them the first time ever. And it worked out just fine. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it did yeah. work out just fine. Yeah, it did. I think that's we're great. still going here. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. We've known the boss basically our whole lives, you know? Um, yeah, what is like... Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask the boys, um, uh, what is what is like the earliest memory you guys have of each other? Like the boss and the Bushmans have known each other for a while. I don't know if I could say earliest because like I've always known the Bushmans. I've always, I was always in their backyard. I mean, <laughs> how do you the simply backyard. remember the earliest time when, I mean... I definitely remember pretending we were dinosaurs in the backyard. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Good memories. <laughs> Good. Awesome. We always had one game we would play in the backyard. It was like we would run from, it's like shark and minnows, but before it had a name, we just run from one side of the fence to the other, back and forth, probably for hours on end. Like, it was, it was pretty great. It was a lot of fun, yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, hey, what do you guys like? What is your favorite thing about Fathom Church? Or favorite top? Uh, you guys have coffee Three. in the morning now. So, okay, hold on. So <laughs> that was, that's still kind of a new thing. That was like a year ago, maybe. Yeah. Or something. So you're saying before that, you did There's not There's nothing like, great about this nothing... place. <laughs> I'm kidding. I guess that's fair. Do you even drink coffee? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Joe, but it wakes like? everybody else up. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, so maybe you teenagers should drink more coffee on Sunday mornings and you'll be a little bit more awake. Right. Joe, what do you like about Fathom? Um, I like that. It's, it's a mix of different age groups. Like, cause it's not just, I feel like a lot of churches are just, just older people and then they're all kind of a little weird and stuff, <laughs> but like, <laughs> It's it's a nice mix. You got like the younger like couples that are just married and like just having kids, and then mm -hmm. you have you do have older people also who've been through all the life experiences. And all that. That's what I like about. Fair. It. Yeah, that's fair. Jordan, what do you like about Fathom? 
I like. I have yet to come across a mean person in this church, so I like that everyone's. Wow. There's been some weird people. I I will not lie, <laughs> but no one's been mean to me here. So that's nice. Yes. I mean that's good to hear. Way to go, church. Bonus points, <laughs> ladies. What do you what, nice. what do you really like about Fathom Church? Hmm. There's lots of babies. I love babies. <laughs> babies are pretty awesome. Yeah. I say I like the smaller church. I like the size of it. That's a good point. The size is definitely more intimate. You know, mm -hmm. you can get to know people easier, which having a smaller church is great when you're an introvert because you're kind of forced to talk to people. Mm. That's a good point. <laughs> How many introverts do we have in this room? Four. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone? <laughs> Me too. Everyone's an introvert. Um, that's good. Um, let me guys ask you this. As we're let's let's stay on church. Let's stay on Fathom Church as a teenager. Um, what do you guys what do you guys think of church in general? Like what are your views of church? Um, what do you think a church should be? Not necessarily fathom, but like what do you what are kind of your expectations of a church as a teenager of like when you go into a church building or you're go, you're attending a church like what should you be like looking for what what would you hope that a church should be <laughs> it doesn't have to be the girls to answer every time at first jordan say something quick <laughs> um a church a good church in my opinion would be a church that would listen to anyone's like concerns or problems and you know fix it and be very welcoming, but also, you know, willing to talk about things that some churches would skip in the Bible, because I think there's a lot of things that a lot of churches skip that's very important. And I think a good church would preach on those things, even though it's not popular to. Good point. Suckers, I did say something. Huh? <laughs> you put me on the spot and I still did it. There you go. Audrey, did you have something to say? Um, I guess... As a teen, you know, a lot of teenagers who maybe go to a youth group once a month or something, they definitely view church as kind of like a boring place to be Mr. or Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes, you know? Mm. And it's they view it as a way of just trying to save yourself but not really put in the effort in the extra mile. Um, and I think Fathom does a really good job with... Um, trying to make sure the teens aren't just coming here every now and then, but actually encouraging us to really in our own time, you know, read your Bible and try to grow a personal relationship with the Lord instead of, you know, you're not going to get saved just by going to church once a week. It's a daily thing that you have to be doing and you have to be diligent about. That's what I would say. A good thing for church to do is encourage kids to constantly be, um, you know, searching for the Lord and trying to grow closer to him. Not like yours wasn't, Jordan. Yours was awesome. No, no that too. was really, that was, that was better. That was, wait. <laughs> that was a great answer. How, do, yeah, how does someone follow after that is a better question. Does anybody else have anything to add about, about church in general? What, um, let, let me guys ask you this more of a broader question about being a Christian teenager today. And today, meaning in 2022 in downtown Little, Littleton, Littleton, wherever you live. Um, what is it like being, what is it like being a Christian? What is it like being a Christian at your school with your friend groups? 
what are the is it is it hard is it easy um let's let's just start there but what are what is it kind of like being a christian teenager today Well, in my experience living in like Littleton, it's, you know, a pretty Christian populated area in my opinion. So it's not like you're outside of the norm, especially at my high school, even though it's a public high school, I've never felt like pressured or like kind of rejected for my beliefs. It's kind of just like people are open to others' beliefs. I mean, obviously there's people on far sides of the scale in whatever topic. So you'll definitely encounter people like those, but those people just kind of try to bait you anyway. So as long as you just don't fall for those baits, it's usually not a problem. But even like with my friend groups, like even though some of them don't have the same beliefs, they don't have a problem with my beliefs. Um, so I wouldn't say there's too many difficulties just because of it's kind of a norm in the area, I guess. But yeah. That's a good answer. Anybody else? As a homeschooler. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, at my school, it's it's not strictly a Christian school exactly. A majority of the people there either are Christian or have religious backgrounds or are understanding that majority of people at the school are religious. So for me at school specifically, it's not like hard exactly. You know, I never feel shamed or judged mm -hmm. for believing that Jesus came and died for me because I'm a bad person. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, every now and then, like Haley said, you do meet a person who just doesn't quite like you because of that. Um, but I wouldn't say it's hard in my specific situation. Um, yeah. Anything to add, gentlemen? We were counting on the extrovert to talk, but he doesn't <laughs> want to say anything. What extrovert? As, what else is there to add? Joe that's pushes like pushes the mic. Towards that's perfect. That <laughs> perfect. Um, I'll ask you this, boys. Uh, in your in your guy friends groups, is it easy or hard to talk about Jesus to share about your faith in Him, or does it just like not really come up? It's not not something that is really like talked about, or is it pretty easy? Well, in my friend group, I have like a few that I, we can talk religion, but I have a few other friends who aren't. And it's kind of hard to, well, it's not hard to bring up, but like, because they know I'm religious, they don't care. But like, they don't care if I ever try to, they're like, whatever, that's not for me. And there's nothing. But so that's about it. And there's, I can talk to a few about it, but then the others just don't care to listen or just don't want to. That's a good point. Do you have anything to add, Joe? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, I have a very small friend group. It's like three people. So <laughs> we're all Christians, I'd say. Um, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't come up very often. Like, not that we're scared to, like, talk about it or whatever. It just doesn't come up, really. Well, that's good. Um, let's Let's shift focus here. Uh, let's talk about the last few years, okay? And it's crazy that I even have to say last few years because about two years ago now, COVID started, which is insane to even think of. But y'all were in high school. Um, tell us a little bit about... we. So we've had, we've had a couple of teachers on this podcast before um, last year talking a little bit about 
how COVID was being a teacher on the teacher side of it. Um, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on what was it like and really like what was what was 2020 like when everything just got all crazy and even specifics you can share of like what you what did you guys have to do with with school what did um, remote learning that kind of stuff sort of look like so let's start there what was it like when covid hit school wise what was it like friendship wise relationship wise like all that stuff for a teenager how did that affect you guys i mean yeah who wouldn't say it was a nightmare it was a nightmare for all of us but uh <laughs> I mean, before COVID hit, I was a straight-A student. I did my homework. I kept good grades. However, when we went to online and the pandemic was full effect, I just got real lazy. I got I stopped doing homework. And now, even still, grades keep keeping up grades is hard for me. And doing good in school is now secondary to me, which I'm trying to fix now. But ever since, you know, COVID just put me in a bad habit of not doing what I need to do for school. Hey, thanks for being honest. What else? That was COVID. That was 2020. I hated it. Tell us how you really feel, Audrey. <laughs> Why um, did you hate it? I don't know. So at first when everything locked down, um, it was just really boring to always be home. And actually after the first week of online school, I basically begged my mom to unenroll me. Because I hated learning online mm. so much. Um, the program we had to use for school, like the website, it kept crashing because so many students had to log on by a specific time. Um, and it was really frustrating. Mm. Uh, I did not learn a single thing when I was online. Like I could not tell you even what I was trying to learn because mm -hmm. I learned absolutely nothing um, so online school, it can work for some people. <laughs> it did not work for me. <laughs> um, I remember getting really bad headaches and my eyes would hurt because I was just looking at a screen the whole time. Mm -hmm. I didn't go outside. I basically wore sweatpants and a hoodie the whole time. So Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was it really sounds awesome in theory, but it's like when it actually happens over a year, yeah, it's, it's not. Um, do you have anything to add? Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree. COVID was not, not it. Uh, I mean, luckily enough, right when it hit, we actually ended up in Havasu for what was supposed to be a week, but then we were there for five weeks instead. So we actually had to get our school stuff like shipped to us. But, um, it was, we were there with one of my good friends' family. So it was definitely an interesting dynamic because, there was six, seven, seven children all trying to do remote schooling. Mm. And like, we were also an hour behind. So I was waking up at five, 6 a.m. to like get to classes on time. But um, it was nice where we were at. It wasn't in super lockdown mode because it was on, it was really close to a lake. So we were at the lake a lot, went for walks. But remote schooling was just the worst. I can't focus online and like trying to, stay present was bad and then even just last year where we were like hybrid we were like in school every other day remote I don't know we went through so many different schooling options it was just I just definitely like fallen behind in my work and like my motivation has like significantly decreased but yeah it was just a mess I would never wish that upon anybody mm. because <laughs> I I definitely struggled a lot but um 
also just don't remember like anything from last year i think particularly because with like our school we weren't able to do any like sort of school events so i was like literally just mm-hmm. go to school learn come home and there wasn't like any like community aspect so that was tough as well what did you guys learn most about yourself during even just the last couple of years what did you learn the most about it, it could have something to do with schooling or like that but even like personally with relationships or whatever like that um what did you guys learn about yourself i hate online school there you go <laughs> This might be an issue when you go to college. <laughs> if you take some online class, hopefully this was. It's different. I I, I think it's different in college because this was just a bad situation online. Of like, shoved you all online. You weren't basically prepared for they it. had one weekend to prepare. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, they just shoved us. College, at least if you're like taking an online course, it's planned meant to, to be, be online. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe this is maybe we can look at it as God was preparing y'all for whatever's next. But what else? What else did you? What else did you learn about yourself the last few years? I'm a huge procrastinator, and I can't pronounce <laughs> that word either. But I'm gonna use it anyways because I think you get what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I have, I that's a, it's a problem. I can thank my mother for that one though. <laughs> Thanks, mom. She's not listening. I'm just kidding. She's probably she's totally listening. It's us. Yeah. Just <laughs> cause it's you're she's <laughs> looking for the big the scoop ones. on here. You there, know, her yes. kids really think. We'll talk about her. parents in just a second. Just kidding. I think the biggest eye opener for me was I'm usually pretty introverted, but I definitely realized how much I like being around people and like my friends and just being out and about. Cause not being able to like see people, that was rough. I was like, oh. I've accomplished nothing today and saw nobody. So that was a curve for sure. He's pulling the mic towards him. Which means um, he's got yeah. something to say. I mean, I learned, like Haley said, you know, I'm an introvert, but it's still nice to hang out with people. Because, yeah. And I know some of my friends like really took it seriously the whole COVID thing Mm -hmm. and even after we were out of quarantine like we'd hang out outside and everything Mm -hmm. and they'd still want us to wear masks which I thought was a little little much but that's my personal opinion on it so yeah good let me let me ask you guys this um this this is a very broad question we talked about this a little bit before um (laughs) But as as teenagers in in a church in Fathom Church, what are and this isn't necessarily like for your parents, but like what are some things you guys would want adults to know about teenagers? I'm asking that I see you guys shaking your heads like, oh, no. But what are some things that like that you just maybe think adults get wrong about teenagers or some things that you'd like to enlighten them on? This is your moment. And you don't need to just be like, parents, this isn't like a, parents, let me tell you what I don't, and maybe it is. <laughs> I hope we got that on there. Um, but yeah, for, for real, like, like, what is it that you would tell adults today from a teenager's perspective 
Um, what would you want them to know? A big, broad question, but go with it anyway, any direction you want that. Um, I would say in general, high school is like a weird in-between of so many phases of life, especially like in the church. You're like not part of like the youth anymore, but like you're not really a, like a member of the actual church. So it's kind of awkward in that sense. But even just in general, it's like, oh, you're out of middle school, but like college is coming around the corner and like you're an adult so soon. So it's just like a really awkward in between. And I think there's just so many things culturally too nowadays. Like, I don't know if it's just our generation or maybe it's just every generation, but teenagers are definitely a lot more like opinionated, outspoken. Like people definitely have their beliefs and values and like we'll talk on those. And I think like sometimes too, people will like undermine the thoughts and ideas of teenagers just because we tend to be younger. But I think there's also just a different perspective to that. Um yeah that's good thinking that all teenagers are the same and that they act the same um no we're we're still different people you know like even though our generation is looking a little little interesting a little crazy (laughs) (laughs) Um, crazy. but not all of us are completely (laughs) insane um and i think yeah just recognizing that we're people we have our own thoughts and our own opinions we're trying to shape them still um but yeah i think kind of like Haley said this generation has a lot of thoughts and opinions uh, they're probably the most sensitive and insensitive generation mm-hmm. i've ever observed um you know very sensitive if you offend them but insensitive about being offensive mm-hmm. um and so i think um, just understanding that's kind of the way things are shaping up to be. But as teenagers, we need to try to make sure we're not just turning into the little monsters we see on the internet. True. <laughs> Joe? Um, something I've noticed, um, especially from um, like teachers when I was going to Warren Tech, um, is they think teenagers are like super lazy. And sure, sometimes we are, and some more than others, but something I've noticed is, yeah, (laughs) something I've noticed is a lot of the time kids are at school really early in the morning, and they're there till really late, and then they pretty much either go home, do homework, or they go to work, and it's, and then they just repeat it, so. They're busy. Yeah. Teenagers are busy, not lazy. Mm. I agree with that. Anybody else want to add anything? Um, I will say this, and this, did you want to say something else? You're pull, when you're pulling the mic, I know you want to say something. Go for it. Uh, I would think, I don't know. I think a big thing today that I hear a lot about from everybody is like technology, especially phones, um, which are very tricky things. But I think also, like, you just hear so often, like, how, like, older people, people like didn't have that when they were you know and so you get told that a lot which I find a little irritating which I totally understand but at the same time like our generation has kind of like grown up with that sort of stuff so like we get that like people of older generations don't have that but like we never lived in a world where it wasn't a thing so it can be frustrating to be told like you're doing things wrong but like you're never offered like an alternative you're just kind of like don't do this but like we were never like we never emailed our friends or like sent them letters or like 
plan things out way in advance it's kind of a very like on the whim like oh, i'll just text them like mm-hmm. i don't know i think that's an interesting thing between generations mm. that goes on today that's a good point and another thing um i guess as far as how adults should maybe consider teenagers or talk to them treat us like adults you know um i think a lot of adults complain about how immature the new generation is but in all honesty if you treat somebody like they're an adult they're gonna have to start acting like Mm. one and so just making sure you're not you know of course be kind but don't baby us you know (laughs) um and so just try to treat us like we're adults you know we're trying to like i said we're trying to still shape who we are so we're still at a shifting phase but in my family, we say we don't do the whole teenager thing. You're an adult when you turn 13. Start acting like one, you know? There you go. So just, you know, encourage us to be more mature instead of, you know, just saying, oh, it's that phone, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> don't blame everything on technology, right? Um, hey, Speaking of technology, I just let's just throw it out there since we, we've heard a little bit about it. Like what... What are some misconceptions about technology? Your phone, gosh, you guys have, even from when I was growing up, you guys have, every, everything is technology nowadays. And that, that's a good thing. Technology is a good thing when it's used for good, but that can be, it can be rough. Like that's that's all you guys know. Like Haley, like you said, that's that's really all you know. Um, talk to us about tech technology a little bit. What's like the misconceptions of it? What are some What are some of the difficulties of technology? But what are some of the things that you guys are like? Hey, this is like this is how technology is good for us teenagers. I mean, I would say some of the arguments adults make about technology is true. I mean, they have fair points, but I also think that they forget. Well, especially for me, I don't know about everyone, but Technology is a huge social thing. I play video games, but the thing is, with my friends, that's really all we do together. So if I ever want to interact with one person, usually the best way to do that with them is play video games. Mm -hmm. It's how I interact with them and talk to them. Otherwise, they're just that person that I kind of know. And yeah, it's technology can be a huge social thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think technology is definitely good when it's used the right way. So I know, like, it's still, like, when I was growing up, like, especially with the Bushmans, like, we were over at their house in the backyard probably every other day until we were, like, you know, younger elementary school, mid-elementary school. So, like, we didn't really have access to that. I didn't get my phone to, like, fifth or sixth grade. And really, that was, like, the first kind of, oh, this is, like, what a phone is. Mm. But, like, you know, nowadays, I I see, like, third graders with phones. So, like, that seems a bit excessive. Like, a third grader doesn't need a phone I say like yeah middle school is a good age that's when like you start meeting friends and like Mm -hmm. you start texting people to hang out but even just like we have family that's international so like being able to talk to them call them like that's always been a huge thing in my life but also I see yeah the phones are super like have addictive properties and I think if they're used improperly Mm -hmm. it's definitely problematic but I definitely think being able to like talk and communicate with people is like a huge advancement in technology. So there you go. Um, well, awesome. I I do want to say this, um, as, as some of y'all were talking about your kind of your relationship with the church and, um, 
it it sparked me to remember like one of the things that um that we have as our sort sort of like our mission statement our values for the fathom youth ministry um if you haven't seen these they're on our website um but one of them is that y'all aren't going to be the church you all aren't the church of the future you're the church right now and so that's something that um that we try to hear like here at at fathom is like really instill in the teenagers and kids but especially like teenagers like you're the church now like the big big c church you are the church now and so i think for it's good for adults to kind of hear that hey sometimes you don't feel like the church you know sometimes we're looked at as like oh that's the that's the youth ministry like when they're adults then they'll be able to do normal service or then they'll be up there reading scripture or whatever it is in that. Um, and so my encouragement to you guys and all the other teenagers is always just remember that you are the church now. Um, remember, and for adults too, remember, I mean, scripture, like, man, when Jesus walked this earth and he had disciples, how old were most of these disciples, your guys's age and even younger than you guys. Um, and so, so my heart for you guys and, and my hope is that you guys, believe it and know that y'all are the church now um not for the future not like oh once you graduate and then become a, an adult then you can feel like the church um and that's where that's where fathom we need to do a better job at making sure you guys know that y'all are the church um okay with that we're we're quickly running out of time see how fast that goes um let me add, let me like like just fire some rapid fire fun questions okay let's yes. go down let's go down the line um let's do favorite favorite style of music Haley. i'm really not picky on music oh my goodness <laughs> okay anything but like that's well, what's it called rap i really don't like rap but anything, anything but rap, but rap. Mm -hmm. audrey um probably like movie instrumental soundtracks wow soundtracks jordan 100 agree those are amazing but ask my family my taste of music is the most random and weird thing imagine how about right now if you were to if you were to pull up i don't know you guys spotify or something like that i guess that's a lot of what would be the the style of music hop i guess i don't know what did you say? Pop, I guess. Pop. I think you said hop. I was like, <laughs> I might have said hop. They're called hip hop nowadays. Hip hop. <laughs> I listen to the hop. Sorry, I might have said hop. Okay, Joe. Um, I'm a very cultured man, so I like all kinds of music, of course. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm especially into like rock. There you go. Yeah. Any decade in particular? Not really. Okay. Just a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, let's go back to Haley. Haley, um, favorite thing to do in the summer? Um, I love to travel. So anywhere where there's a beach, there I travel go. there. But yeah. Beaches are awesome. Not when you live in Colorado. Hiking, Audrey. I guess. Hiking. Yeah. Okay. Outdoorsy people over here. Teen mission strips. It, it, you can't just say that without really quickly, Jordan. What are you doing this summer? I'm going to Tanzania for a teen mission trip. And I'll be gone whole, whole summer. Awesome. Yeah. I'm what are you looking forward to the most? It's kind of hard to, I mean, the traveling. There's Here's a lot the deal. Of sea. We're going to talk about this on another podcast with just you because I want to hear about your. This is foreshadowing. First. So stop talking. Uh, Joe, 
Um, I, I really like camping and like a lot of like water stuff. Like I like fishing and like also like swimming. All right, stuff like that. Quicker, uh, favorite movie ever? Oh, too, that's not a quick question. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a um, one word, or maybe it's I would, any. I love Disney movies, so any of those are a safe bet. Any. Oh, man. Most of those. Any. Okay, um, Audrey, favorite movie. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. There you go. Star Wars. That doesn't really matter. Star Wars. Any. Hold on. Okay. See, you. There's so many questions. The sequels you... less likely than the originals and prequels. There you go. That was surprising, but I love that answer, Joe. I really like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. We should have thought about that. We changed um, our answer. We all change our answer. Last question. Favorite restaurant slash food like your favorite if your meat your favorite meal i love crepes and i love thai food very that, different but very different <laughs> favorite meal or type of food yes yeah. I, I don't know i like burritos from what's your favorite burrito place i'm scared to say no i i this is a judgment free zone. Pastor Chris is not here to judge on your burrito. Chudoba. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> and yeah. that is, you can like Qdoba, right? I'm going to say my favorite Chris, restaurant would be Chicken Shack. <laughs> yeah. Chicken Shack's pretty good. What is it? Chicken Shack. Chicken Shack? Yeah. Stop so like Chicken fingers. I mean, I can describe what I get, I guess. It's something called buffalo fries. So they take. They take a bit of fries and put some chicken and sauce and ranch, and you that's that. And then you eat it with a fork. It was really good. There you go. Okay. Joe? I really like barbecues. So, like, just barbecue restaurants are really good. Ribs. Yeah. Ooh. Like, no specific place, but. Y'all are making me hungry. It is, it is lunchtime right now, and this is making me hungry. Um, okay. Hey, that is it. Thank you, teenagers, so much welcome. for joining us. Um, again, the youngest people we've had on the Fathom Academy podcast, uh, the best episode we've ever had. <laughs> I'm oh, saying yes. I'm a little biased. I know. For I know. sure. For sure. The best. Take the most serious episode you've ever had. The most serious. Um, any last minute thoughts that you want to get out there? To the internet. No, no. We're done. Don't do that. We are <laughs> to the internet. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you, church, for listening. Um, hey, if you see these teenagers or awesome teens at church, say hi to them. Um, tell them you listened to them on the podcast. Give them a high five. Um, give them coffee probably on Sunday mornings because they need it. They're all tired. Um, but thank you guys for being here. Thank you, church, for listening. And we'll catch you next time.